the only man that's got the same move with every club. I'm the only golfer with the feeling of greatness. I'm the only golfer living. That's got the master move and the feeling of greatness. Hey, welcome to the Feeling of Greatness podcast today. I am here with Thomas Purvis, our COO here at Graves Golf. Thomas does some of the greatest work for the company. He's He handles the entire Graves team and all the day-to-day operations and all the things that, that you out there find us, come to the golf schools, experience some of the products, develops the website. There is a list of about a thousand things that Thomas does for Graves Golf, and he's here with me today. And we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation just mostly about everything, because <laughs> that's what Thomas really does inside of Graves Golf. But one of the things that I think I'd like to talk to you about, Thomas, is anyway, welcome to the show. Oh, Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. Um, one thing I'd like to talk to you about is just we're a coaching company. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, and we have a lot going on. People, you know, I call it behind the curtain. Everybody, yeah. people that come to our golf schools find us. They see, they see the show. They see, right. they see us teaching. They see us, you know, the, 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 the setup of the equipment and, and presentations that we do. But they come behind the curtain. They, they walk through the doors of our offices here and you run into our team, right? That's right. And, you know, Clayton here recording, doing all the recording here for the, the shows. Um, we have the studio where we're doing the right. studio down at the other, other place we have. We, you know, we're getting ready. We're working on this, tr- building this training center to try to get, all get in one place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes on behind there the is. curtain that guys don't find about. All for one thing, if you think about it. That's right. For us to be great coaches. That's right. And the coach people. Yep. Yeah. So tell me, what, tell me what a normal day in your life is just kind of, I know there's, there's way too much in that question. Well, there is a lot. I mean, most of the time it's, you know, I usually stroll in at about 10, 30, 11 o'clock and then, you know, go that's a lie. And, that's <laughs> a lie. That's a complete lie. <laughs> no, it's, um, it, it's, it's actually, um, there's a lot that goes on every day. And, and the, the great part about our team is that, you know, we're all really focused on, on that one effort, you know, on, on, on being the greatest coaching company that we can teaching, you know, the single plane swing to as many people as we can out there. And so, you know, our team, we've got either every day we've got guys that are at a, out of golf schools teaching. Um, we have our staff that's running our membership. So that's that's they're doing you know, live lessons uh, through Zoom uh, or doing video reviews. Uh, so we've got all that coaching that's happening all the time. Uh, and then just just from from, you know, the general operations of, of what it really takes to get somebody to a golf school, uh, what it really takes to, to manage somebody within within our single plane academy. Um, and, and then, you know, all of our training aids and, and you know, to be able to, to make sure that we have the inventory and the stock and everything so that when, when you all, the customers, when the customers want stuff, that it's there, it's available in the shopping cart for them to get, you know, a few days later, um, uh, you know, at the doorstep. So there's, well, there's and, a lot and, every day. Well, and I'll, and I'll, I'll throw this out there because Thomas is the person that gets the phone call Saturday evening at 11.30 p.m. when the website, something's going on or, yeah. or there's yeah. an issue and Thomas has to break away from his family to, and I I, I, real, I mean, I have a lot of appreciation for the fact that you're hands-on and you're willing to do that. Um, th- this company needs that, you know, this company needs that because it, you know, our, our team right now, I don't, honestly, you've put this team together here. I'll give you full credit for the team we have in the organization right now. I think it's one of the best teams we've ever had in this company. Not only from from a uh, from an energy standpoint yeah. of everybody being so focused on helping in the coaching world, but 
also just because we kind of click together. This team yeah. really clicks together. We all like each other and click mm-hmm. together. That has always been the case. I mean, there's been a lot of, That's right. especially since the COVID you know, years, we've had a lot of weird stuff in the company. I mean, yeah. we've had not some turnover, but it's just been a weird kind of, I, I, I kind of I equate it to losing momentum and then having to, having to kind of start turning the pedals of the bike and get that momentum back. And it right. just, it's hard. The first push is hard. And right after COVID, we were, it was a hard push. And yeah. I think right now we're actually got the wheels rolling and I think things are going kind of back on pace till they were before COVID. But yeah, it's been, yeah. A, it's been a track. And you're right. I mean, we've, we've, we definitely, I feel like have got the best team right now that we we've ever really had. And one of the things we always kind of joke, but we're, we're always giving each other a hard time. We're playing pranks on each other and all that. And we say, if we're not doing that to you, then this isn't the place for you because <laughs> right. you're not you're not right. you know, assimilated into the team. Uh, I mean, the other day I walked in here and they they had uh, string and shrink wrap on Derek's desk and you know give him a hard time, <laughs> um, you know. And so it's 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 it makes it a pleasant place to come to work. I mean, yeah. I've had jobs in my life. I've run I've run my own business. You know, I've had places where you know I don't want to get out of bed and come to work. And and here now I, I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and I pull up my computer to see what emails I got overnight because I want to get a head start on things so that when I get here I'm working with the team and we're you know we're doing everything we can for our customers, and and then finding new ways to grow. I mean that's last year it was it was Graves Golf on Demand. You know we had an issue with our website and the way that people accessed our our digital content, and so we said hey let's let's you know try and and find a better way. And so we've we brought this great experience to them. And we're constantly trying to do that, and that's that's what's happening even right now here in in December, um, as as we're coming to the end of the year, we're starting to look at how can we make things better, and so we're making changes in the way that that our academy and 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 guys get coached with within the the school and so the coaching app, the new coaching, coaching app, app right? Yeah. So everybody's working on that. Um, we've had customers who said, "Man, I want to go deeper with you all," and so we're coming out now with with some new levels of coaching that. Um, nobody's doing in the industry at all um, to the level of what we're going to be providing to our customers. And so I'm really excited every day about how we can, yeah. can be able to, to, to make that. And then you throw on top of that Graves Golf Performance Center coming in the future. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, it's, it's really cool because, um, you know, I, it, what happens to, like me, is um, I've been, you know, we, we launched this company in 2000, 2001. And so we're 20. Three years into this, yeah. right? And so, um, it's it's not always it's 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 like it's not it's nice to see younger guys like you with fresh ideas that understand a guy. Honestly, I don't keep up with things like Graves Golf on Demand. That yeah. that's that's a that you brought that to the company because you saw that as a um a, a better way to. Present information, easier access on the phone. You can you can get the Graves Golf on Demand through an app now. Right. And be, for for our guys to have the convenience of doing that was your idea, as opposed to having to log into a website to get to the right. information. Have you know all that? Um, but that's not just the only thing. I mean, it's all those. It's all these new bringing the technology that's available out there. You researching the technology, seeing what's available out there, finding out what the best is for our customers. That takes a lot. Yeah. To what's out there, you know. And this new uh, application we're going to be using for our coaching platform going forward is huge. I mean, it's a game changer. I was talking to Scott Renfro, mm-hmm. and Scott's been around the company for a long time. And Scott says, he called me the other day, he goes, first time I've ever seen this company in such a clear spot on how we're going to deliver coaching to our customers. That's a big deal yeah. to me. That's a very big deal. Just yeah. the clarity 
within our organization of how we how we can better coach and help our customers, which is huge. That's I mean, well, to me, that's that's music to my ears, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, no, it's absolutely everything, and it's um, you know I think you know for years we've had we've had our, our single point academy membership, and, and guys were able to send in videos and all that, but. When those things get difficult and the process isn't easy, they don't use it. You know, I've lately I've been yeah. having a bunch of customer meetings, um, just kind of getting feedback on on stuff from folks and talking about some of our new levels. And and every person that I've discussed, you know, the the current process, they're like, it's a it's a, it's great feedback, but the process to get there has been kind of cumbersome. And so, you know, we're fixing that and we're going to make it easier. We're going to streamline all the communication so that, that our customers are able to very easily access you know, what they're working on, you know, have their training plans, being able to communicate, and then build a bigger sense of community within our coaching app uh, than we've ever been able to do so yeah. that guys can be able, and gals can be able to interact with each other, which, it, is, which it is, is awesome. It is about convenience in a lot of ways yeah. because, I mean, I, I know how I live my life. You know, I mean, if it's, if it's easy, it makes it much easier for me right. to find the time to do it. If it's hard, it's just like, ah, yeah. I mess with this. And, and so, yeah, us being, us being more accessible, mm-hmm. making our – Communication better and easier. The app, the application of, of of the Coach Now app, which which you're, you've been developing, that being able to go into one place with your coach, have yep. all your place in a space where you're being coached. I I, I got a question for you because yep. um, I've seen this kind of evolve, maybe since COVID, because I've been I I, I I'm a co- I'm a coaching type person myself. I, I mentioned at one point I was counting how many coaches I had in my life, that, mm-hmm. and I I think three to five at all times, right? I'm gonna have these guys that I. I consult with and coach me. I'm a very much into a believer that you need uh, people in your life that keep you accountable to the promises sure. you make to yourself. Right. And so I, I believe we get distracted, we get busy, our lives get in our way. And and if I make a promise to, I'm a kind of guy. If I make a promise, if you're my coach and I make a promise to you, I follow through. But if sure. I make a promise to myself, sometimes I, I don't yeah. follow up. It's, right. it's you know it's a weird phenomenon, right? So so I hire coaches, but I've seen an, an, an uptick. And maybe it's the Zoom platforms where people are able to get in front of people when they're, like, I can get in front of you now, and I can be a thousand miles away. Right. right. So maybe it's those type of platforms are now allowing us to get coaching on demand. Sure. When we need it. Right. Do you see an increase in people desiring coaching, or that's one question, or another question might be, do you see an increase in people just taking advantage of that? Yeah. How do you see that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, I think people are are. Especially our customers, you know, as as they're you know, because most of the time they're they're struggling in their in their golf game, they're frustrated in so many ways, or they have back pain, and 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 they're coming to us as a as a you know a savior in a lot of ways. And so with that, guys want to make a commitment. They want to be able to, you know, like you said, you you're more accountable to a coach in what you're doing than accountable to yourself. And so they're making an investment in themselves. To say, yeah, I want to go play golf. I want to be better. I want to beat my buddies. I want to win some cash off of them. And ultimately, I want to have fun. And and that's what we're able to bring for folks. And and so then for them to get into coaching, and and have us because because we coach in in lots of different ways. I mean, we're from from broad from our plane talk with Graves Golf um, uh, uh, webinars that we do uh, to ten percent shows for our membership. You know, we put stuff out there all the time. We do workshops. We have we have things. But then. You get you know to this core group that's really our top two to three percent of folks that that are in the single plane academy and they're hungry. You know they want they want everything that we can be able to to help them with and and teach them. That that's what they want and and it's really exciting and we've started to really see that grow um, over the last couple of months especially is that 
the more that we were out there talking about how we can help people improve and help hold them accountable, uh, the more they're saying, raising their hand, saying, yeah, I want, I yeah. want. But to use that word want, I'll tell you that, that, that is a very important word. And I'll tell you why it's an important word. Because I remember when I was, um, the last time I played golf with Mo, we were playing at a, a course called Copetown Woods uh -huh. in Canada. Okay. And it was about, it was July of 2004. He died September of 2004. So I knew it was probably the last time. I used to go see him on his birthday. All right. Birthday is July 10th. But I used to go up there somewhere in the first week of July and we'd go have dinner. And if you want to play golf, we'd play golf and whatever. And um, normally played nine holes, goofed around and then hit some balls and went and had dinner. Well, this particular occasion, Mo was, his health wasn't good. He had lost a ton of weight. He, he didn't look good. Yeah. And, um, and I pretty much knew it would be the last time I'd ever see him and play golf with him. And so we were playing, and he wanted to play 18 holes. I mean, rarely did he want to play 18 holes. But he probably knew it was the last time he was going to play golf with me, too. Yeah. But hey, I asked him, I was like, I said, Mo, why, why me? You know, why did you and I become, have this relationship? And why did, why did you kind of teach me and kind of mentor me through mm -hmm. this whole thing? And he goes, because you wanted it. Yeah. That was the only thing he said. He didn't say, because I liked you. He didn't say, because I thought you were a great guy. <laughs> you know? Right. I wanted it. Yeah. He, he could tell I wanted it. And to me, wanting it, you'll do a lot for things you want. Oh yeah, right. You'll sure. you'll you'll and, and that was a big deal to Mo was was desire desire for something. Yeah, I think that's the prerequisite to improvement. I think I think the, you could actually have a scale and say, what's the scale of want here? Right. Like I wanted a little. Yeah. Or I really wanted a lot. Like I'll sacrifice a lot to get yeah. it. What do you think about that? I mean, what, what's your thoughts on on I mean, you just talked about it, the two, the one or two percent or three percent of people that really see, we see have success with this, have the highest level of want. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. And and and, and they're involved and they're, they're active. And but it goes into more things in life that that kind of, you know, people, I mean, you talk about, you know, you know, you wanted it more. That's why I was there. Well, you even think about my story and coming to Graves Golf. You know, I was I was running my own advertising business. Um, you know, working in politics, and I said, "Hey, I want you know, I want to do something different." I was really active, loved watching golf. Constantly, Golf Channel was on in my house. You know, my daughter, you know, Natalie, she she plays at a high level, um, competitive. And I said, "I want to go do something different." And I literally told my wife, "I said, I want to go work in golf." So I got on Indeed. I start looking to see if there were golf jobs out there, and there were a couple different things. But that exact day, Graves Golf had posted a marketing job. Really? That was the and and so I never I, heard I, this and, story before. Yeah, and so so I I looked. And I said, you know, hey, you know, I, I knew of Graves Golf because I'd lived in Edmond, saw it at Coffee Creek, saw it, but I didn't really know a whole lot. And so I, I started doing research and I was like, holy crap, Graves Golf is natural golf. When I started playing golf, my dad and I, right out of high school, I had broken up with a girlfriend. I decided I wanted, I needed some distraction. My dad's like, let's, let's go play golf. So we went to Lake Hefner, bought my brother, he and I, we bought three sets of golf clubs and we sucked. And so uh, we saw on TV, a natural golf commercial. So I was buys, on that commercial. Yeah, that was me. So, so he buys a a set of the natural golf VHSs, and we go and we watch and we try, and we're okay. Um, but I was the only one out of it that really kind of continued. And my dad, and my brother, I mean, they'll every once in a while they'll play. But I I found a love of the game at that point, and so I started looking at all kinds of different things. You know, watching different people and and not having a model, not not really following you know the, this part. But that came back around. That was like. Wow, there's a job opportunity with Graves Golf. Someone who I had had you know had um, 
you know, wanted to try and, you know, do natural golf in a way that, you know, like Mo. Um, and so I reached out and, and it, you know, it all, it all worked out and we're here now four years later and I still want it every day. And I, yeah, I want, you, and I want you, it for our customers. You walked in the office and said, when do I start? <laughs> I, I did, that. I did, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, you're not hiring anybody else. When do I start? No, I, yeah. I walked into that meeting yeah. with you guys because I think, you know, I, I, I and, well, and actually I sent an email. That's what it was. I didn't fill out the application. I sent an email mm-hmm. telling you guys my story and where I was at. Yeah. And you're like, hey, let's sit, you know, let's sit down and talk. And 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 I wasn't taking no for an answer because this is what I wanted. Yeah. I, I wanted to work in golf. It is. And this was a place, and I could see how I could help make an impact and, and be able to take things to a new level for the company. And, and we did that, you know, we've done that the last few years, we've been able to, you know, through COVID. Um, and, and now we're trying to figure out what's the next iteration over the next five, 10 years of, of what we're doing. And, and a big part of it is how we're changing our, 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 our membership, our coaching program right now, and, and yeah. really, really getting people who want it, yeah. what they need. Yeah, I, I, as, a, as a coach, that's a great story, by the way. It's Thanks, absolutely. As a, as a coach, I, I have a, a difficult time with the word try. Yeah. I don't do well with try. Because um, you, you're going to do things, right? Because the, the bottom line is you're, if you try something and it doesn't work, then you need to do something else. So it's not about trying. It's about doing yeah. all the time. Just, just what I'm doing right now isn't working. Let's do something else, right? So, you know, you know, I'll test. I can attest you can to attest that. to that. <laughs> you, you can't, you don't, that's not a word I like to hear on this company is trying, right? Yeah. Um, I'm trying. No, you're not. You're doing, what are you doing? You know, what do you, if it's not working, what are you changing, right? Yeah. Um, but also I see it in, in, in successful students. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. And he, he, I, when, like I, I will talk to people occasionally on my YouTube channel and they'll say, I'm going to go try your swing. And I'm like, no, don't. Yeah. Don't go try it. Please don't go try it. Yeah. I, I try to talk them out of it because try gives you a way to say, well, it, it may, if it doesn't work, I'm going to do something else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to go, do, if somebody says, I'm going to go do this swing, great, go do it, let's do that, I'm in, I'm all in on the do part. Right. So I think there's this, I think we, we I, think, I think subconsciously, we have to know what we're getting ourselves into. How many things have you done, here's a question for you, how many things have you done in your life where you knew you weren't going to follow through with, but you did them anyway? I mean, I'm sure there's a good, a good amount. I could probably name five things. Yeah, right. you know, but, but if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Right. You know, it, to at least run its course to, to where right. it's at. But, but, I, but, but I go in there going, I'll never do this again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done that so many times in my life. And so you still go through with it, sure. but you know, in your, you know in your gut that this is a one-time deal. I'm not going to do this again, right? So to me, those things are, they're not necessarily a waste of time. But to me, you're not going to be successful at that. Yeah. If, if I tried to go, like, I, I would never skydive, right? I'm not interested. I'm not a thrill seeker. Yeah. I would do it. But I would I would do it once, right? Right, only because my wife would probably, if she wanted to, would talk me into it. Other than that, I wouldn't do it, right? And I'm not even that. But I'm I'm not going to become a skydiver, sure. and I can guarantee you a thousand. I'll bet you a hundred thousand dollars. I will not become a skydiver, right? right? Um, I might try it, but I'm never going to do it. Yeah. You know. Um, but I think it's a big deal. I think when it comes to success in golf, because golf, in itself, is a game you must spend time practicing. You must yeah. do golf. 100%. Uh, yeah. For sure. And, and one of the things that we hear a lot, and I know it frustrates me and it frustrates, you know, you and your brother, and, and is that we have guys who will, you know, become members or they'll, they'll do this. And, and two years later, they're like, oh, it's not working for me. And I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about why it didn't work for you. You know, how many times do you send videos in? Well, no, I didn't. How many schools have you been to? Well, I haven't. 
you know, how often are you watching, you know, what we're, we're doing from instructional content? I don't know, maybe like once a year. So you just paid us, you know, to, to you know, be involved in what you're, but you're not doing. You're not doing. You know, it. you're not doing. You're not yeah. taking that active part. And and that's where we, you know, we always talk about the 10% who improve. And it's like the the people that are out there that are making the changes, that are committed to what they're doing, that are are actively um, involved in their, their own progress and putting in the work are the ones that actually go out there and improve well, all the time. Well, that goes to show, like, like I, I'll say this in front of the students at the schools. Like, I, I will not take any credit for your success because I am only presenting the information mm-hmm. the best that I know and my knowledge right. that will help you. Sure. That I can do, yeah. right? That I do know that I can do. But I can't swing the club for you. I can't. When you go home from the school, I can't make sure that your left hand grip is on the mm-hmm. club correctly. I can't make sure that your address position is good. Now, you can send videos to the coaches and they can reinforce that and they can coach you. And that's that's part of you doing. There's a 50-50 yeah. that you have to do it and I have to do it, right? right? Our coaches have to do it. So so it's not all, hey, I'm going to go try this method. How many times do people get it right when they just look at it and try it? Never, yeah. right? You can't just look at the method and try it. You have to learn the method and how do you oh, do yeah. that you have to make sure you're getting it right if people call contact me and say hey i'm not uh it's not working for you i'm like you're not doing it right yeah period i mean if you were doing it right it'd work right right if you do it right it works so there's a lot to to that you know that, that's a whole another conversation that we should have yeah with the coaches and right. say you know bring coaches into the podcast and say let's talk about um students right you know and and where we're seeing the most effective forms of communication, the most effective, um, you know, we're trying to speed up the process at yeah. the end of the day. We're trying to get get good at teaching people quickly to get them on the golf course playing their best golf of their life. I also think the other side of this equation is, is that um, I'm always working on my game. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it to me, I love it. Right. I, I enjoy it. Yesterday I hit balls for the first time in a couple of weeks and it was just good to be out there, hit some golf balls. Uh, I hit it really good. Usually, what's funny is usually, the first day, like if I haven't hit balls for a couple weeks, the first day I'm, I'm, I'm not, I just don't feel that good. My body doesn't feel good. I'm, I'm out of rhythm and stuff. And, I, and then the second day is a little better. The third day I'm usually hitting pretty good. Um, yesterday I started hitting pretty good. Yeah. I hadn't hit balls in a while. And so, it, you know, it's just like golf is a game you have to do. That's right. It's a game you have to do. Yep. You know, that's just all there is to it. Yeah. Um, you got to put in the work. Yeah. And and so I, a lot of people, but 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 it's, it's interesting conversation because uh, what was it yesterday? The other day I was, I was reading a, uh, is it a comment on, on my YouTube channel or is it a comment from one of our students that emailed me? But he was saying something to the effect of, oh, um, you know, I should be able to, you know, basically it was the a conversation was, I should be able to just learn the swing, go out there and play great golf. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I go, hold on for a second. I was like, first of all, I'm pretty good at this game and I don't pick stuff up that fast. Like I have to work at it. So maybe you're better than me at that, but mm-hmm. it's hard. It'd be hard for me to believe that because I got I'm pretty good at it. Number two is a lot more to the game than just hitting the golf ball. Yeah. Right? A lot more than just hitting it straight down the fairway. You got to chip. You got to putt. You got to manage the course. And that. So I, I I remember telling my students in the school a couple weeks ago. I'm like that we did a bio school, yeah. right? The three day bio school, and I love that school because the three day bio school is all about quantifying your improvement. Like there's no guessing. You either did it or you didn't, right? <laughs> Which uh, uh, maybe the conversation of this podcast is doing it, mm-hmm. you know? So it measures you did it or you didn't do it. Yeah. And here we have data that shows you you did or didn't do it. And 
I, 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 I started the school by prefacing by saying one thing. I said, I'm not teaching how to play great golf here at the school. That is not the purpose of the school. The purpose of the school is to help your golf swing to hit the ball more consistently better. Now, you can go hit it right in the lake. You're yeah. not going to play better, right? Mm -hmm. So I said, so that's a very, very uh, specialized school, but I don't promise great golf from that school. Right. I promise better ball striking, a more quantified version of a golf swing, and giving you exactly what you need to practice, which is what clarity. I'm, I'm, yeah. This school is about clarity. It's not yeah. about playing better golf. And I think people don't really understand that. They don't, they don't differenti differentiate the two, that playing golf and having a great golf swing are very two very different things. That's right. my brother. I mean, yeah. we'll bring Tim in for a podcast here. And, and Tim will be, you know, look, you want to score? Let's go work on your putting, right. you know. Um, but joy of the game. Yep. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the, the entire thing is we got to have more fun playing the game. We want to have more fun playing the game. That's what we're all about. Well, and, and I think for a lot of people, that's a big stepping stone. And it is for me, too. I mean, I, I played golf for years. I sucked. Uh, one, I had the wrong clubs, so it, what, they weren't fit for me. I had these these stiff steel shafts, Nikes. It was horrible. Um, you know, I came here. Tim, you know, got me set up with clubs that actually fit me. But then I started trying to, you know, to to learn the swing. But I wasn't committed. I mean, I was committed to Graves Golf, but like, I didn't have enough time to to actually be committed. And so we go. I take Natalie to the U.S. Kids World Championships at Pinehurst. And they have a parent-child tournament the day before. And so her and I had signed up. And this is, I'm like, uh, I've been here probably nine months, I think, at that, at that point. And I had been, you know, trying to work on the swing. But, but like I said, wasn't committed. And we go over there, and I'm topping every ball. It was horrible. We were last place. It, we were, it was, it was, she was crying by the end of it because she was so embarrassed by me. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Like, you know, and, and Natalie at the time, you know, she was, she was playing conventionally. Um, and she carried us, even though we ended up being last place, because there were certain situations that, like, we had to play my tee shot, and my tee <laughs> shot was, you know, 50 feet deep in the woods. It was so bad. So <clears throat> we literally leave. We play, She plays in the World Championships. We're driving home, and she goes, Dad, I'm never doing that again. I'm like, what? She's like, either you're going to commit to single playing and what you're doing, or I'm never playing in a tournament with wow. you again. And so I came out of that. And a few weeks later, you and I are working on the back range at, at the old course that we were at. And it was little things like I didn't have my foot turned out enough. I was going too high with my hands. And so you get you. I remember this this day, this, you know, distinctly. You're standing behind me acting like you've got a baseball mitt. You're telling me to come right here, you know, with with my hands, not any higher than my shoulder. And I just rip one. I was like straight, beautiful. I was like, well, where was that two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's because I, I hadn't. So I've been working on it. And so now, you know, I, I you know, so what ended up happening the next year? We go, I convince her, we play, we end up being you third. You had to convince her. <laughs> I had to convince her to, <laughs> yeah. to play with me. We end up being third. Um, nice. and, and we played a whole lot better because the, the holes that I needed to, I at least got us in the fairway. Right. And we, you know, we did. And so, you know, which made it a lot more fun and enjoyable and something to obtain to. And, and I think a lot of guys that, that we and, and gals we work with sometimes don't have that thing to obtain to. And it's always, it's always like, I need to be striving. How can I, because then I want it. It goes back to that whole thing about want. And, yeah. and how how can you be better? And so now you know. I'm or to, it's either one or your daughter says I'm never playing golf with you again. <laughs> no, no, it is. Well, and it goes to a lot of you know. She wanted she wanted to be better herself, and she I was struggling. It. And so she's now moved over to single plane, and we're coming up to two years now of her plane. And she went from from a oh she's great a ten plus handicap to she's a two great two now. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, it's, it's 
to me, like I, I, I will say this on this podcast, and maybe I'll change my mind in a future podcast. But I don't know how to motivate people. Yeah, like I don't. I, 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 I struggle with motivation. Like, like your daughter motivated you that day. Mm-hmm. You're like, if you want to continue to play with her in that tournament, you better get better, right? Yeah. So we all are motivated by certain things. Like I know that certain things motivate me, and in some things emotionally connect with me that I want to make sure that I strive for or really, really want whatever that is. But I can't motivate people. I, I just don't know. Like, like I don't know how to push those buttons, you know. And I think you have to find that in yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you have to find what buttons that you find important in right. your life. Um, like golf is important to me. But pe- but if you said to me, Todd, go play the Champions Tour and go play events, I'm not that interested in that. I'm not motivated to do that. Like, am I motivated to go win a golf tournament? Nah, eh, not really. I, I don't find. I'm maybe. The ego in me just doesn't have see the value in anything like that. I just don't know. You know, I don't know if it's an ego driven. Th- I don't know. You know, everybody's got to have that though. You got to have that internal. You got that internal drive and button things. Is and, and I and I've I've been having customers. Like I said you know calls with our customers lately, and and that's one thing. You know, I start off the call. Where I'm kind of say, hey, where are you at in your game? What are you looking to do? You know, what are you striving for? And I find that thing in there, and it's like, okay, well, what's keeping you from get getting to that point? All, All right. right. Well, I have a solution for you to help get you to that point. Um, but a lot of guys, it's like, hey, I play in a in a Tuesday and a Thursday men's group, and I want to take twenty five bucks for my buddies more right. often, or right. you know, I want to go play with my grandkids, or you know, I want to be able to play the game and not have well, pain that's it. and those things. And so everybody's got a button. You know, for me, my button was that I didn't want to embarrass my daughter the next time. Well, I want to go play with her. Pine right. Well, it's fun, what's funny is like like I'll go out there and hit a few balls and practice a little bit. Yesterday, Tim says to me, he goes, you know, in April next year, we're going to go out and play all the courses at Pebble Beach. We're going to play the whole circuit. I'm like, ooh, it means i got to start practicing. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first thought. I was like, I don't want to go out there and, and play badly, you know? Well, so I kept well, thinking. When, when are we doing that? Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll start practicing too. Exactly. On, exactly. <laughs> see? See? We're all like, okay. I'm like, and the other thing too is like schedule. It's like, okay, that means, okay, April. It means February and March. I better start getting my, you know, getting some rounds in, you know? But yeah, I kept, you know, but that, that is that aspiration. Yeah. That thing out there that dangles in front of us, that carrot that's out there that says, "Hey, um, uh, I want what, I want to beat my buddies out of money. I want to play with my brother and have a good time out there right. at Pebble Beach. Um, I want to play with my daughter." You got to find that thing. Oh yeah, we got to find that thing. Well, and I think one of the things that we we even need just as a company, we need to ask that question. You yeah, know? and and I and I, I no think we we do some in some ways, but like that needs to be like the forefront of when you become you're right you when you become a part of our coaching programs like what are you striving for what do you want how how can we help you get there and oh by the way here's the solution that yeah. we can help to yeah, so, to get so to what's point. what's like what's the money maker right because because a lot of companies like us that are in the world of coaching are in the world of making more money like we want to help coach you to make more money you know i deal with these companies all the time we're not we're not helping people make more money mm-hmm. but there is a payoff sure for them playing good golf What's that payoff, right? What's what's the payoff for them? Yeah. That that is what it is, right? That that that's the answer to yeah. it. Yeah, and they've yeah. got to know it. You know, they've they've got to they've got to understand why, because because the other side of it is that if they're not, if they're not if they're struggling and and there's there's roadblocks, you know, that's how then we as coaches are able to say, okay, well let's you know you're you're struggling because you're you're you know your short game. All right, well let's let's work with you. That's you know what part of our, our deal is we go and we've got you know our stat tracker how we're, we we tell guys to go out play four rounds of golf keep track of all their their fairways hit and their 
ups and downs and putts and all that stuff. And then we analyze them and we say, look, like here's a big glaring hole in your game. Yeah. Like you can get off the tee great. You're hitting, you know, you're hitting hitting great drives. You're great around the tee, but your second shots, your approaches are killing That's next you. level. You know, and yeah. that is. And that's one of those things that I don't even think enough of our people kind of take advantage of. And so as we're as we're kind of reinventing the single plan academy for the, for 2023 and and what we're growing, that needs to be a bigger part of kind of you know yeah. what do you want? How do you want to get there? And then let's analyze where you're at and where you know where yeah. you're at. And, well, so you and can speed it up. Be able to help yeah, you so, so you can accelerate speed it up. Process. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like 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 I know you've got to get on some calls. We got about five minutes left, but let me just kind of walk through what my brain goes through when I think about levels of motivation to get better. So let's let's take for example. Um, my motivation, which is let's say Pebble Beach next year, right? Which is probably more than that because in the spring I play a bunch of tournaments with Tim and we hate losing. So, so like, and, and what motivates me is playing badly with my partner because I don't want to let my partner down, just like you and, and uh, Natalie, right? Because right. you don't want to let your partner down. Nothing's worse than your partner playing good and you're going, hacking it around, going, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck, it's partner. So it's, so, it's, it's so hard. So it's so hard. So, so what I'll, the process I will generally go through is I, I'm easy on myself. Like I don't expect a whole lot. Like I'm not going to run to the golf course and go expect to shoot 500 par, right? I'm going to go take it easy. Now, I, I, here's two things I know about the game of golf. That if your wedge game is good and you putt well, you can pretty much make up for a lot of the bad oh, yeah. shots. You hit. Okay, it's number one. So I know, and Thomas, you know me, how much time do I spend working on that part of my game? <laughs> right. It's a joke. It's a I joke. I don't want to admit it to <laughs> right. our customers. But, however, <laughs> don't ask Todd for short game. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But however, when I played back when you know when we weren't when we were all locked down for COVID, I was going to the golf course. I worked on my wedge game. I played yeah. constantly. So and I played my best golf because I could get it up and down. You yeah. know, fifty percent of the time, whatever. So I know that what I'll do is I'll go get my long game in, in relatively good shape, which is relatively easy for me. But then I'll go spend all my time with my yeah. wedges. I'll just be wedges it and putting and working on my putting. And I'll grind, grind meaning I will spend time in those areas more than I normally would. Right. Because those are weaknesses of my game. And so people tend to only work on their strengths. Like yeah. I'm good at this. I like doing it. I'm gonna go hit balls. But I know that my motivation has to be placed on wedge game and short game. So the level two of that for me is okay. I don't necessarily like that part. I mean, yeah. I like hitting wedge shots and stuff like that. I really enjoy that part of my game. But sitting there on a green, I just got to be honest with you. Sitting on a green for me and just putting after putting, it, it sucks. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't enjoy that. Right. Um, you know, that's not part of the game. That's why I don't do it that much, right? Mm -hmm. So I've got to find a way to motivate myself to do that. So how can I do that? Well, I'll probably go grab Tim, play putting games. Play some games, yeah. I'll grab Tim to coach me through some putting. I'll have Tim help me. That way, I'm enjoying that time that I'm doing it. I'm getting better at the same time. So I, I have to go hire a coach. Right. Do well, I do? And and this you you obviously what Tim should have as a podcast is the conversation of, you know, as you're going to practice and we talk about like, if, you, if you're going to go for an hour, you don't want to just go to the, the range and pound balls for an hour. You want to go 15 minutes working on, on that. You want to go work on, on your wedges and, and uh, chipping and then, you know, half your time on the putting. Well, and Tim plays games. games. Tim, Tim also plays games on, with the Well, yeah, game. yeah. And that's, but I like, I see when I, when I go to a course and a guy will just go 20 feet out and starts rolling the ball and, and, you know, doesn't, there's, there's no intent yeah. um, on, on what they're doing. Right. So it's like, you're not going to improve because of that. Right. So, you know, being able to have the intent, which, you know, the games are a great part of that. Those drills yeah. are the things that, that we have. And that's why we do it. I mean, it's, it's not just to be able to, to create more content to, to for people. It's that, 
those things work. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, and, it, and, it, and it makes more fun. It makes it to where you want to go. Like, hey, I want to go see if I can beat yesterday's score. Yeah. Of, you know, of 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 my up and down. Gamifying it. And gamify. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the more that we do that as a company, I think it's it, it gets guys that are you know that are more excited. Well, I remember game. last year and last year I was. It was the last year or year before, but Tim and I were playing a little team tournament and we were playing at Twin Hills. Tim used to be a member at Twin Hills. Mm. And the first hole, we started on, they, they shot a shotgun start and they started us on a, the par five. God, Tim would kill me. I don't know the whole number, but I think it's three. I don't remember the par five, but it runs along the road. So we had to drive down there and it's a weird par four. It has a big valley in front of the green and you can kind of try to hit three wood to carry all the way to the green, but there's an OB behind the green. So I, I'm just going to lay it up. So I laid it up to... And I had been working on my 50-yard wedge shot. Like, I've been spending tons of time from 50 yards, right? So all I've been doing is hitting 50-yard shots, just getting good at one yardage. Hit it down there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, right at 50 yards. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, I've been working on I hit my wedge, goes in. Three, first hole. Nice. Eagle. Yeah. So it's like, if you spend time doing this, the confidence level goes way up. Oh, yeah. You're not, you don't second-guess stuff when you're mm-hmm. out there. You just walk out there and hit the shot, you know? Yeah. And, and that's really what practice should be is is to build your confidence level, not to necessarily uh, go grind on stuff. It's just, a, I want to get confident with this. How do I do that, right? Yeah. And just do enough repetitions and get confident with it. That's why gamifying it, I think, is really important. Because, yeah. like, you hit tough shots. Don't just hit easy shots. Hit tough shots, you right. know? And, and just get confidence in those shots you're hitting. Yeah. yeah. And I hear a lot of times from our customers, like, you know, hey, I'm not trying to go get on the tour, so why do I need to do that? And it's like, because because that's how you improve and, and and then you enjoy what you're doing and having fun. I mean, you know, there was nothing worse than walking off a golf course being in last place with my daughter in tears <laughs> because I couldn't get off the tee. And yeah. it was horrible. Yeah, it's, it's a bad feeling. It's a bad feeling. It and, is. and not that everybody isn't going to experience what I did, but it's it, it, it then motivates you to want well, to do it. And so, you know, whether that's, you know, your buddy beat you 50 times, um, you know, and, and you've never been, okay, well, you know, and then he, and they're giving you a hard time. All right, well, let me go improve my game. Let me do some of these yeah. things to get better. Um, you know, let me listen to the coaches. Let me listen to what, what they're doing to help. Yeah. Well, no, Thomas, thanks for joining me. Hey, I'll tell you what we'll do uh, based on all this conversation. We should, the whole idea of motivation and want and desire to improve, we should, we'll get Paul Monahan in here and yeah, we'll, we'll do a podcast one. with Paul because, because it really is a deal where, um, it, 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 no, everybody wants to have so much fun playing the game, right? We want to have joy. We want to go out there and have a good time. But we also want to play good. It feels good to play good. It feels right. good to hit good shots. And it certainly doesn't feel good when you're not hitting good shots. No. But we still keep playing because we love the game. That's right. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Great having you as the first guest. We're going to put this out as the first All right. podcast. Sounds All right. Great. And uh, we'll talk to uh, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And anybody out there who uh, wants some help with coaching, make sure uh, let us know. We're here to help you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.